When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. L-A-S-I-K. LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yeah, the Moist Line is uh, coming back to us on Friday for the first time in a couple of weeks since we were both not doing the show last Friday. one 877 moist 1-877-664-7886. And of course, you can also use that iHeartRadio app that John just mentioned. But a little microphone there is the way you leave a message. For the show that could be included in the Moist Line calls. Uh, next Monday, they're putting the queen in the ground. <laughs> and, you know, to get there, Biden has to take the bus. Which sounds weird, doesn't it? They're putting all the leaders on the on the bus. That's right. They are really making this tight and secure. And with all the travel, <clears throat> rather the crowd control that they have to do. And, by the way, people have been already lined up for more than a day just to walk past the coffin. Deborah's already there in Westminster Abbey. What's that? She's going to stand there 10 days. She's oh, she she left Scotland for London. Uh, yeah, she's going to spend 10 days waiting. Uh, till That's the not what she told us yesterday. All right. So I made it up. So what? <laughs> well, now look who's making up stuff. Hey, it works, doesn't it? <laughs> You're accusing all the media of lies. If I kept saying it, then everybody would believe it. Heathrow will not be available for people arriving on private jets. So leaders arriving on those flights have to go to airports around the city that will be less busy. Even the use of helicopters to get around London will be banned. So the only way to get there on the day of the funeral, you get yourself to Westminster Abbey on escorted buses from a site in West London. That means all the leaders, all the heads of state, all the officials that have been invited, and I think it's just Biden and Jill, you're going to have to leave your own cars because of tight security and road restrictions, and you have to take the bus. How's that? Uh, are they going to bring all their security people on the bus with them? I guess so. I mean, you got to have your protection. That is, that right? is going, that's going to be a crowded bus. Biden may have just his own bus full of his people, right? Uh, they will be escorted on foot to a reception hosted by the U.K. So, Foreign Secretary after the service. So he's got to walk maybe in the hot sun? Maybe. I mean, London gets cooler this after, time of year. After sitting in the bus? And then King Charles will host a reception for all leaders at Buckingham Palace Sunday oh, night. Oh, f- 
before the funeral. If I was Biden, I'd start. I'd, I'd be insulted. How Did dare you? You? <laughs> you want us to invade? We're not going to put up with this. Uh, speaking of invasions, you're probably aware by now, but a lot of Americans are not, that the U.S. border has been overrun. Since Joe Biden's been president, we have smashed almost every record on the books in terms of the number of illegal aliens that have entered the country, either legally or illegally, because Trump rolled back just about all, or rather Biden rolled back just about all of the Trump policies. There is no way in the world that anybody, it says here, since Biden took office, the Border Patrol has laid hands on nearly 4 million illegal border crosses, crossers. Well over 2 million of them are now living inside the United States. Yes, some people are repelled. Not everybody that shows up at the border, even under Biden, is allowed into well, the U.S. Lot, but the thing is, there's a lot more trying because they realize there's a better chance. A lot of these are the same people coming in. Over oh, yeah, over I've seen again. stories where some admit that. This is like my but, fourth try. But there's, there's, there's 2 million who've made it and are now living here. Right. That's, that is a significant increase in our population just from illegal immigration. And all these people are poor. All of them unskilled. I mean, they're broke. And that's a lot of poverty we're importing here. So the government official that was given charge of the border shortly after she took office was the Vice President Kamala Harris, the distinguished former U.S. Senator from California and Attorney General, who has made really no favorable impression on the national stage since her flop from running for president was followed up by almost everything she says as Vice President being just an assortment of words that don't make sense. Well, that's who she is. (laughs) Like, there's not going to be a day where she's going to make sense. She's not that person. She's she's batty. I think she's high much of the time. I really do. I guess we didn't hear from her enough when she was attorney general and senator to really no. know this. No, she wasn't well. Uh, she wasn't well vetted by the public. She just appeared. You know, we we heard it. We we knew of her here in California, but I don't remember seeing her speak very. But when much. you run for senate, you have to do debates and public speaking, and none of this gibberish came who, out. Who watches? No. Who would know? When was, the, when was the last time you watched a Senate debate? Uh, Espe- yeah, especially with the coddling media protecting her. Yeah, but usually there's one reporter in there that likes to. Yeah, I think usually there pounce was. on the mistakes and the dopey I don't phrases. Think, I don't think there is that one guy anymore. I think they killed him <laughs> in California. Was, yes. Yeah, in California. Yeah, in California is the, is there the one reporter who who is antagonistic towards? Uh, Everybody in power? No, there isn't that one guy. So uh, Kamala Harris was on Meet the Press with this dope Chuck Todd. We'll start with the first question over the border. Would you call the border secure? I think that there is no question that we have to do what the president and I asked Congress to do. Is the first request we made, pass a bill to create a pathway to citizenship. The border is secure, but we also have a broken immigration system, in particular over the last four years before we came in, and it needs to be fixed. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? (laughs) We have 
a secure border. Two million. In that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. <laughs> but there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix. Given the Stop it right there. Did you hear how she explained why the border is secure? It's because it's a priority of ours. You're going to play that part back again to really understand that? When she is redirected to the question, is the border really secure? Her answer is, it is because we made it a priority to be. That doesn't make it so. <laughs> play that part again. This border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is secure? We have a secure border. In that that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Yeah, right. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix, given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. We also <laughs> it's always blame the last administration. have to put in place Except they've been in power for almost a, two. A, a, a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship <laughs> for the millions of people. Stop who are- a second. Stop amnesty, a second. amnesty again I, with this. I just have to point out she's flat out lies. First of all, Biden has been president for almost two of the last four years. And Trump's last two years, there was hardly any illegal immigration going on. So what she just said there, and if Chuck Todd wasn't such a sycophant with his uh, rear, with his head up the Democratic rear end, he would have said, well, wait a second. You've been in charge. For uh, a year and nine months now. And last two years of Trump, there was uh, X number of people. Much lower number than the two million. That's what he should have said. That's what I'm talking about. There's nobody in the entire media from coast to coast, border to border, who's willing to say, wait a second. What you just said is false. You just lied. I, I, it's not, you, you just sputtered nonsense. So you want to redo that? Did you see the road that she then went down, which is one we've heard for the last 15, 20 years? I think when Obama was president, we heard this. If you amnesticize them. Amnesticize them? Well, you give them amnesty. Isn't that called to amnesticize? I'd say that's... Then they're no longer illegal immigrants, right? So then you got rid of the problem (laughs) of illegal immigration. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we heard this. (laughs) They never said that directly, but that was their point in asking for comprehensive immigration reform, which was amnesty, which is you don't have illegal aliens if they're all legal. That's my answer. There's a, there's a guy named Todd uh, Benzman from the New York Post who has decoded why these administration officials keep saying that we have border security. And, and, he, and, he, and he quotes uh, the Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. He quotes Harris. He quotes Biden. And he writes, listening to these people, it becomes clear that their definition of border security is not deterrence, deportation, and obstruction. So that no one is crossing. The definition from Mayorkas, he was on Fox the other day, the objective is to sharply reduce the number of illegal immigrants coming. No, no. Brett Baer asked Mayorkas, is the objective to sharply reduce the number of illegal immigrants coming across the border? And he said, no, it's that we have safe, legal, and orderly pathways for individuals to access our legal system. In other words... We have, we have a system that's working because all these people are claiming asylum. And it's safe, it's legal, and it's orderly. Therefore, the border is secure because most of these people are passing through the asylum system. Right. So that's, that's the new definition of a secure border if they're coming through and claiming asylum and then disappearing into America for the rest of their lives. All right, when we come back, there's a second act. 
from the vice president on this Meet the Press show talking about immigration and inflation. See the connection there coming up. John and Ken, KFI. Hi, well, more from one of our favorites, California's own uh, Vice President Kamala Harris. She made an appearance on Meet the Press. If you missed the first segment, she told the host Chuck Todd, the border is secure because it's a priority for us. (laughs) Not that it is. It just is a priority like it should be, and therefore it is. We, uh, wow. we wish for it to be a priority. Therefore, we have solved the problem. Yes. <laughs> I'd seen a story late last hour that some new poll says that her approval rating is rising, but it's because she hasn't said much in the last couple of months. And make more appearances like these. Approval rating. Show me the person who approves of her nonsense. First of all, she doesn't do anything. All I she know. does is she goes on these stupid shows with these sycophants who ask her mealy-mouthed questions, she unloads a, a word salad on their heads, and then they move on. Uh, what, what is it she does? She's a... Did? Okay. Delete me. No, we mean physically delete you. Uh, yeah. Hi, Vey. <laughs> yeah, carry him out Sorry. of the room. I can't take it anymore. See, because you had a couple of weeks off, you probably were no. just talking like that with your family, your friends. Right. And, yes, I was talking it just normally. comes out on the radio. <laughs> and here I have to have decorum, and I hate decorum. <laughs> um, okay. Well, here she is, Kamala Harris. Uh, meet the press. This question looks like it's dealing with inflation. And if you missed the first segment, Kamala Harris is back with the amnesty bill. We need comprehensive immigration reform. Here we go. One of our inflationary problems is we don't have enough labor, particularly yeah, in the service right. economy. You're right. A, a solution on immigration reform that increased particularly lower-wage job labor, lower-wage labor, could actually have an impact on lowering inflation. How is that not the motivating force to get something done here? What? I, I Wait, stop. Do- I don't even understand the question. What, what, he, he's saying that we have a labor shortage because we keep hearing about all these unfilled jobs. So he uh-huh. says, let's bring in immigrants and put them in these jobs. Well, they're coming in. And maybe that'll help. What? Well, they are. They're coming in by two million. Uh, I, yeah, I don't see a problem with that. They're already here. What? And plus, it doesn't always match the jobs that are needed. Right? Is he so insane? He well, he's looking for a way out with her. Like you said, he's a kiss up. God, he's an embarrassment. So he's trying to give her like a bone there. Take this, run into Congress with this, say, here we go. Let's figure out like it's, I always see these, this idea always surfaces, these guest worker program ideas. I think way back Bush, even before then, I heard about it. We just need more guest workers. Nobody's a guest. They come, they stay. If you're going to have a guest worker program, you might as well have an amnesty. Did you ever try to get a guest out of your house when they didn't want to go? (laughs) Exactly right. All right, let's continue this gibberish. I I do believe that for all reasonable people, all reasonable people are motivated and desirous that we would get something done. What? I think a a big part of the problem, though, is that there's been political gamesmanship with this issue. Stop a second. Does she sound like really sleepy? She does this stall thing. You say sort of generic statements. All good, reasonable people want to get something done on this issue. But but the way she says it. You've just spoken 10 words and 20 words that say nothing. Back that up 10 seconds. Listen to the way she articulates. There's no no energy. There's no force to her words. There's no sense of forward momentum in the way she delivers it. I, I do believe that for all reasonable people, 
people. All reasonable people are motivated and desirous that we would get something done. I think she I think a, a big part of the problem, <laughs> though, is that there's been political gamesmanship with this issue. Is Xanax it's suggesting that? that it's a zero-sum game. You see? These if are you want to deal with words. the issue, there are practical solutions, which a include creating game. a pathway to citizenship, pathway fixing to a broken immigration system, dealing with the root causes of why the people are fleeing causes. their home when most people don't want to leave home. Oh and if they do, it's God. usually because they're fleeing some harm I got it. or they simply I can't take care of their basic needs if they it's, stay. I gotta it's get like out. she's there been given solutions. a list of talking and, um, uh-huh. yeah, she's memorized. Sadly, every... this has become such a partisan issue instead of something where we work on it together. What is an issue? You, you, you control Congress and the presidency. What part is an issue? It's not working It's not working. Okay. Okay. You know what? Here, here's your inflation report. Uh, since a year ago, the price of fuel oil is up 70%. The price of electricity is up 16%. Price of eggs up 40%. Price of meat is up 9%. So I, well, what Chuck Todd is saying is bring in a bunch of illegal aliens to fill the labor supply problems, and uh, the prices come down. It, it all comes He's <laughs> as nuts as she is. They'll go and get the eggs. This is what they run on the NBC network on a Sunday morning? I guess. I haven't seen the show. In wow. Years. I just heard about these clips. And well, geez. It's always a lot of fun to play. Uh, Who gets up and watches that? I mean, it resulted in you being deleted on the air, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to permanently delete myself. I think you need to. In fact, in the next segment, I will personally delete myself. Oh, cool. There you go. Does that make a sound? Huh? No. Are you going to use nitrogen hypoxia? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I'm getting, the old exit bag? I have a nitrogen tank. I'm going to put a nitrogen mask over my face. Turn it way up. There you go. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's you. That's the last sound you're going to hear from me. All right, work up it up. John and Ken KFI, 47% of the country, only 47%, can name all three branches of government. <laughs> they love those stories. Um, yeah, but isn't that isn't that uh, like shocking? More than half the people don't know the three branches of government. Morgan just did it. Mor- Morgan did what? She she, did- know- she knows all three branches. Well, there you go. Then everybody should know. Got to be easy. I thought you were going to delete yourself. Well, I did. Oh, then what am I talking to? <laughs> I don't know. What your voice? Your vaporized self. I- <laughs> I'm not here anymore. I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, coming up after 4 o'clock, we're going to have a woman on the air as part of a group that is protesting, oh no, a growing homeless encampment in Westchester near a library, a senior center, and a park. That's Bonin. Uh, it is Bonin who was taking a victory lap yesterday over the latest homeless census numbers claiming that... Uh, the homeless population is way down in his council district. So we will talk to her coming up after the news at 4 o'clock, see what this is all about. Isn't this park been like this for a while? I seem to remember talking about a park there, in Westchester. There was a, a park in Westchester that was uh, troubled for years. And This is called Westchester Park. Uh, yeah, I'm assuming this is the same one, but I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. There are, it's hard to keep track of all this. I don't blame you. Here's a headline for you because we were just talking about the border. Kamala Harris says it's secure because it's a priority for us. Therefore, it is secure. Uh, Daily Mail, exclusive. Sunniest city on earth, no longer. 
Nearly 250,000 migrants have flooded Yuma, Arizona in the past year. 250,000? Where medical service bills have topped 20 million, tourism has declined, and the locals are complaining of being shot at by coyotes. Not literal coyotes, but the people that smuggle in illegally. So 250,000 have come over the border at Yuma. Yeah, Yuma's right there. It's, it, Holy that's the sector that's getting over. There's apparently some gaps in a border fence there. Yeah. Yuma I, only has 100,000 people. So 250,000 have come in. I, they haven't all stayed there. No, but, I, I would think most of them are just passing through because why would you want to stay anyway? Right. Did you see that? Uh, I think it was the mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, is now busing the illegals that came there from Greg Abbott in Texas to the suburbs of Chicago. It's great. This is great. They're all eating each other alive. She's putting them on buses and sending them out into what they're supposed to be Republican neighborhoods or something. Well, it shows you it's all all virtue signaling from these idiot mayors. Yes, we're a sanctuary city. We're going to protect the dignity of all our illegal alien friends. It's like, no, you don't want them. You don't want them any more than the Texas towns want them. Nobody wants them. New York doesn't. Washington, D.C., the mayor wants the National Guard. Twice she called for the National Guard. You're broke. You're overwhelmed. None of these phony, baloney, fakes and phonies want even a single illegal alien coming to their cities. Look what they're doing. Freaking out, screaming, calling Abbott all kinds of names. And now busting them out into the suburbs. They're sending them out into the suburbs. This would be great. I want to see all these cities just keep sending buses of immigrants back and forth, back and forth. More chaos. This is wonderful. This is Biden's America where mayors are sending buses of immigrants at each other. But what do they tell them? What do they literally tell them when they get to get them on the bus? Just, you know, uh, there's a job waiting for you, a house. I don't know. What do they tell them? You've won a contest? I don't know. <laughs> uh, yesterday, we reported on one horrific crime that occurred up in San Mateo County. This is in the town of San Carlos. It happened last week. A 27-year-old woman by the name of Karina Castro was beheaded right in front of her children in the driveway of her home. They eventually arrested a man by the name of Jose Rafael Solano Landetta. There you go, John, four names. And charged him with the murder. And the reason it's a pretty good chance that it was he is because she had a restraining order against him. He apparently uh, was or was in a relationship with her. And recently he showed up threatening her, even at one point saying he was going to sharpen his knives. He has to cut her head off if he has to. Uh, Supposedly he used a samurai sword. Wow. Oh, that's uh, that's horrible. He was a schizophrenic on medication, according to her family. Drank excessively. So he's taken schizophrenia medicine and alcohol. Which doesn't mix well. And uh, as you mentioned, sanctuary. Yep. California is a sanctuary state. So immigration sources have confirmed that this man uh, was in the United States illegally. He came from Venezuela 10 years ago on a tourist visa and never left. But he was eventually arrested and charged with the rape of a girl younger than three Oh. No, I think that's mistyped. Yeah. Because it's it's uh, with a victim more than three years younger than he was. Oh, you're right. And yes. she was a minor. Yeah, they misprinted that. Oh, okay. But, yeah, because it's the old, uh, it was in 2012. Yeah. 
rape with an unconscious person. Why was she unconscious? And then they, they and she, he was sentenced to reduce charge of unlawful sexual intercourse with a victim more than three years younger. He only got three years probation. Three years probation for raping a teenage girl. How about that? And in many places in this country, that would be enough to turn him over to immigration officials once you find out he's yeah. in the country illegally, but not in California. That would never even be considered. And you know what? This story isn't going to bother a single idiot politician in the state. Because do you remember that I think rape of an unconscious person wasn't on the list of serious or violent felonies? Remember that whole debate? That's true. Well, that's why he only got three years probation. It's not considered. I, I don't know. It's how- considered a whoops. What? I don't because I remember when they were passing Prop Fifty Seven. We yes, had, we, we had saw a, that list. We had a right. woman on who was supporting Prop Fifty Seven, and we were arguing with her. It's like you're a woman. If you're unconscious and you get raped, it's not really a crime. It's not a serious crime, and in this case, it's proven because he only got three years probation. So he moves on ten years later, gets his samurai sword out, and slices his girlfriend's head off in front of her two little daughters. A seven-year-old and a one-year-old. So, you know, again, Newsom doesn't care, but, boy, wouldn't it be fun to ask him, hey, is this what you had in mind uh, when you declared California a sanctuary city? Is this is this the idea here? And this I is mean, what we said was going to happen. That's that Senate bill that passed years ago. Yeah, a beheading. In America, on a public street, woman gets beheaded by a guy who's here illegally and has a has a horrible record. Nobody even flinches. Her family, the dead woman's family, described this man as a diagnosed schizophrenic on meds who would use that as an excuse for his behavior. He drank excessively, and you're not supposed to do that on those kinds of medications. So apparently he was in a rage because she had a restraining order against him, and she would not get it re- removed. So he started threatening her, and oh, his neighbors God, that saw geez. him show up and stand outside and haunt her, and did, did uh, she, he just one day decided to come and just behead her. When, when did she figure out that he drank too much, was a schizophrenic, and had a criminal record of raping a, a, a young girl? Uh, Do people talk on their dates when... <laughs> I mean, she, I mean the, the, it seems like the family knew all this. I'm guessing this is not the father of these two girls, but I don't know. Yeah, I it don't doesn't know. say. It's, it's it hard says to she's tell. the mother of the two girls, I mean, seven and one. Well, the one-year-old that could be his, right? I don't. It's just, it's just crazy. It's, it's just so, so crazy, and nobody reacts anymore. Like no, nobody officially reacts. I mean, a story like this used to like bring down political careers. And now I know. Yeah, it's, now it's, it's just bar- another passing. Oh, how it's, sad. Yeah. Oh, a beheading on, on, a, on a city street in front of uh, the lady's daughters. Oh, wow. What are you going to do? Wow. The, the police report said he actually swung the sword and just clean cut her head off. Holy mackerel. Yeah. Like we're in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, but not even execution style. She's probably just no. standing there by the car. And he just yeah. swung it right at her neck and just took her head off. Holy mackerel. Jesus. What a crazy world. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI. All right, a little more information. Our guest next hour is a woman by the name of Deborah Houston. 
And she's coming on the show to talk about the plan to allow homeless parking in Westchester Park. Now, the story I was reading before was about the growing encampment. That story was from August. Westchester residents are frustrated with growing homeless encampment. It's near a library, a senior center, and a park. And it looks like Mike Bonin's solution is to allow the homeless to publicly park there in their RVs or whatever else. It says their handicapped parking spaces were taken up by RVs. Why is he so insistent on putting these people where children are? What kind of pervert sicko is he? I, I mean, I guess he's like one of these politicians we talked about. Were you waiting for the beheading? You're waiting for some real disgusting, unspeakable, violent tragedy to happen oh, to some innocent little now. kid? He doesn't care. I know he doesn't care because uh, that, 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 that's sociopathic behavior here. No, he thinks we're all responsible for the homeless. You cannot elect sociopaths. And that, that's most of the people in office. Sociopaths, by their nature, it's the way their brain works, they have no empathy for other people. They, they have, they're, they're narcissists. They don't have a, a, any, any care for the suffering of other people. None at all. I was just, uh, when I was looking at that story on the illegal immigrant that decapitated that woman up in San Mateo County, I saw the link to another one. Uh, somewhat, well, it's on the topic of Bonin. It's from the Santa Monica Observer. Mike Bonin's Mar Vista terrorized walking past a library to the thrift store. It's a guy by the name of Jonathan Berg who wrote this for the Santa Monica Observer. Mm -hmm. And apparently uh, he parked his car recently to go to some thrift store on Venice Boulevard, right? And to get there, he had to walk past... A library which apparently has a large homeless encampment. He describes it this way. In the sadly typical L.A. manner is classically hideous. Tents, cardboard, tarps, other gathered materials, broken furniture, likely stolen or parted out. Bikes uh, assembled with nails, rope, bungee cords. It smells bad as you walk by on a hot day and the residents can glare at you. And make it very uncomfortable walking by. Right, yeah. So he said he made a mistake. Even though he was wearing reflective sunglasses, it looks like he looked at one guy too long and the guy came running after him. So he ran. He threatened to call the police and he eventually made it back to his car. But he says he called the library the next day to tell them about the encounter and a lady named Melanie, who said she was the children's librarian, listened quietly and then begged me to make a complaint to the Pacific Station of LAPD in the hopes that multiple incoming complaints would prompt action. Really? Well, the cops know that. Believes that. The yeah. cops know the encampment. There's nothing there. they can do, right? There's nothing they can do because Garcetti yeah. and Bonin won't let them do anything. No, doesn't matter. How are you people on the West Side living like this? I am just amazed. Because don't be fooled by yesterday's big, whoa, homelessness is down 23%. There's still a couple of thousand homeless people living there. He came back and took a picture of the encampment, and one guy gave him the finger. But I guess his favorite part was he found, in the middle of the encampment, a big purple sign that said, Karen Bass for mayor. Of course. (laughs) He called up the Caruso campaign and said, you should use this in an ad. (laughs) (laughs) These are her constituents and supporters. Of course. They know if she she wins, that's what's coming is. It's going to be more hands-off policy. 
Oh, yeah. She's not going to clean up encampments. I guarantee you, I'll bet anybody uh, like $1,000 that she doesn't clean up any encampments when she takes over. It'll be status quo, just like the Garcetti Bonin regime. And this is the Mar Vista Library. And he said that the encampment just blocks the entrance to the library. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and this, this is what's cool with all these. Uh, Local politicians, it doesn't matter. Imagine a li- library was a sacred place when I was a kid, right? Sacred. Yeah. It was It was simply for children to learn how to read or to further their reading or do art projects or some kind of summer camp. It was all innocent stuff. It was nice. It was a refuge. It was cool in the summertime. Now, now you have all these... Psychotics and drug addicts, meth addicts, schizophrenics. Yeah, they really do pick out uh, the public places, the parks, the libraries, and of course the freeway overpasses. Yeah, and that, these are the, these are these are where you get the biggest and, encampments, and that's the that the craziest the, folks. The public spaces are what we own, what we pay for. We paid for the land, we pay for the maintenance. That's ours, and and we we're the ones who have first right to use it. For its purpose. You go to the library to go read books. You go to the park to play with your kids. You don't go to play hopscotch over poop, play dodge the needle, worry that if you look at a guy too long, he's going to come after you. (laughs) And he even mentions in this article, he wrote that the one thing they're good at is parking enforcement on Venice Boulevard. I know. Yeah. No, they, 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 they punish Ordinary citizens and taxpayers. Right, who are just trying to actually add to the economy by shopping or doing something, right? And by the way, if you... They're right there with their uh, tickets. If you live on that that side, you've got to vote for Tracy Park. She's a rational woman. Do not vote uh, vote for Bonin's uh, protege. This evil spawn. Aaron Darling's his name. Aaron Darling. He is 100%... And yeah, the as, Times did a profile on the two of them today. 100% as nuts... As Bonin is. And he's another one that doesn't want restrictions on where the uh, mental patients and drug addicts camp out. Right. Being near children and families is good with him. Yeah. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk to a woman that was part of a protest over the idea of putting... Uh, overnight uh, parking for homeless people in a park in the Westchester community of L.A. More coming up. John and Ken show. And Mark Reiner has the news. KFI AM 640. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Natural pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. 
Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at viking.com.